0: on BYU Sports Nation. The Cougars' home opener is upon us. Is UCLA
1: a must-win game? Why or why not? ESPN's Alan Beswick and the Pac-12 Network's Yogi Roth weigh in on Saturday's matchup. Brian Logan is here,
0: plus we're going for two and Brian Logan participates. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store,
2: simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio.
0: Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Holler! BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is September 16th, game day eve, of the home opener. Jerem Jordan alongside a graduate of Ball So Hard University, Brian Logan!
1: Yes, 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 man. I, I had to walk on to that university, <laughs> <laughs> too. Scholars are hard to come by at Ball <laughs> So Hard University. That's, you had to ball so hard to even attend, so... You already know the struggles I had to go through, man. But That's right. I made it, and um, I am happy to, happy to be here. Very happy to be here. You know who's not here is uh, Spencer Linton, who
0: is uh, at the BYU Baseball's Golf Tournament Fundraiser right now. So he is mm-hmm. repping us there. He is by far the best golfer among the uh, three of us. Yeah. So he <laughs> I haven't even is went. on assignment. We'll check in with him coming up. He'll uh, give us his go for two quick. I, st- I still haven't been
1: golfing yet, man. You guys are going to take me and you said you were going to take us no 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 i said i could take you and putt putt. Uh, like i can like take you mean like destroy you like you would never want to play again why are you sitting up in your chair like this? <laughs> <like, laughs> could take like you and putt putt. yeah yeah no one talks trash about putt man what you Mini mean golf it's, it's a sport bro it's sp- sports it's a sport for golf weaklings sports, Brian. actually everything everything <laughs> in, around us everything Sports is all around us, Jerem. I mean, yes, competition is all around us. After yes. this show is over, we can both sprint to that door right there, and whoever is the winner, you're closer. You know, it's and, unfair. And the loser. Uh, I, I mean, the fact that I run a four or six uh, now uh, probably doesn't help. Yeah, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's not a four, is sports. It's, it's not a five one. You know, yeah, I could hit that backwards. <laughs> I'd be happy with a
0: uh, five zero. Oh, I'd take that honestly. <laughs> hey, uh, if you haven't seen it already, it came out. Uh, couple days ago, but James the Mormon, uh, who is Mormon, Uh, the BYU Anthem (laughs) telling you why. Pretty good, right? right? It's making uh, a national splash.
1: Yeah, man. I I, I watched it with my wife. Uh, What'd you think? It was good, man. Uh, Arlo, our our nine-month-year-old. You do not own a dinosaur. No, no, you But that is your kid. Yep, yep. Just to clarify. He is named after the good dinosaur. No, we named him first before the movie came out. Um, But he was crying a little bit, and I couldn't really enjoy fully, but... I was uh, I was I was vibing a little bit. I thought we and- were gonna say the music video calmed him down. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I, where I was hoping check, that went. Check this out, man. We all know my son Layton, uh, you know my five year old, who has an amazing personality and he's a great dancer, like and, his dad. And yes, yes, don't don't let my wife tell you anything different because she's lying. Uh, <laughs> he started bobbing to the song and I was like, okay. oh, there you go, there right you go. there. It's got to be good. Be that's that's how me and my wife test songs if they're good or not. We let Leighton decide. Hey, James the Mormon will join us uh, coming up on Countdown to Kickoff tomorrow night, at 9 Eastern time,
0: and we will play the video. So if you haven't seen it or you want to see it again, we'll play that uh, coming up tomorrow. Let's get to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Game three for BYU football is tomorrow night at home against UCLA. Pre-game coverage starts at 9 Eastern time on Countdown to Kickoff here on BOE TV. The game, of course, is on espn two. And that matchup is an intriguing one, which
1: brings us to today's Twitter question, Brian. What is your bold prediction for tomorrow's game versus UCLA? Use the hashtag BYUSN to chime in. The first tweet in at BYUJazz7. Taysom has a Heisman performance of 300-plus throwing and 80-plus running. Mm. BYU forces four turnovers and wins.
0: I always love we throw it out. Like it's singular, and there are always multiple things. <laughs> Taysom, Hyphens, the Demons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Fantastic. I, I People f-
1: are pumped. I feel like, you know, on the countdown to kickoff, I, we should have like three bold predictions okay now. come on we, it's, it's so, not like a
0: two-hour show dog i know
1: but i'm just saying like we can cut somebody else
0: just saying it's like, not a good reason we, to do we something. could cut somebody
1: else <laughs> we could cut some other segment or something you know like a sponsor i'll pay for it like a sponsor <laughs> really those I are could, the things i can't cut, i could pay Brian? for that i could pay for that look check this out um the wcc announces the espn men's basketball broadcast schedule the cougars have 10 games on an ESPN this season, including the season opener on November 14th against Princeton at 10 Eastern Time. Yes, Brian, against Princeton. Oh, yes, yes. Ten times two to the exclamation point power equals... What?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't even make sense. <laughs> Ninth-ranked women's
1: volleyball lost
0: last night to Utah in five sets. The Cougars were down to nothing. Pushed it to five, but lost by two, 15, 13. It's just BYU's second loss at home since 2012. That's crazy, right? That is
1: crazy, man. I didn't know that.
0: The Cougars host CSUN tonight, 9 Eastern time. So Spencer Linton on the call tonight uh, on BYU TV. And then tomorrow the team plays UNLV at 7 Eastern time before the football game on the W.TV.
1: That's nice. They got some opportunities to, to bounce back fast. The sixth ranked women's soccer team travels to Logan tomorrow to play Utah State at 6 Eastern on BYU Radio. We um, wish the, the ladies uh, safe travels and uh, wear some earplugs because you're going up to Logan. Uh, it could be very nasty. I'm just telling you guys from experience. Could be, um, be Logan
0: remember A guy named L- Brian Logan knows j- what it's just like. Just remember to
1: be that you are rubber and they are glue, whatever they say. Bounces off of you guys, and it sticks onto them. So Good yes. thing to remember. Yes, Thank yes, you,
0: yes. Brian. Um, no problem. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU the Sports Nation. Why the UCLA game is a must-win for BYU. BYU hit the road for the first two weeks of the season, came out 1-1. One one. Two dramatic, last-second chance-to-win yes. games. Yes. BYU was a two-point conversion away from being yes. 2-0. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Now the Cougars are home for the first of six home contests in the Cougars crib with Kalani Satake's debut, the return of Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams, the striped crowd. It's gonna be a ton of fun tomorrow night. The expectations for this season for me, Brian, before this season, were to get try and get seven wins. Spencer
1: Lintons was to get to a bowl game. Yeah, what were yours? My, mine was to get to a bowl game. You know, I saw the schedule and I was like, Oh man, if we could just if we could just come away with, you know, six wins. Uh, maybe get seven, but at least just get to the bowl game, then that would have been, I mean, you know, cakes and pies for me. So now
0: we look at this season and what we've seen from BYU and the opportunities ahead, and ESPN's Trevor Maddich had this to say about more than seven wins. You know, I,
2: I think seven wins would be a phenomenal season against this schedule. I think eight wins would be beyond phenomenal, and nine wins would be a dream.
0: A dream, huh? Okay, mm. let's talk through this. BYU's one and one. UCLA at home here. East Coast trip to West Virginia. Toledo at home at Michigan State. Mississippi State at home at Boise State. Yeah. Then in November, I think most BYU fans hope that BYU gets four wins uh, in November at Cincinnati, who lost to Houston last night. Southern Utah Boo-boo. at home. Boo-boo. UMass at home. Boo-boo. Utah State at home. Okay, I, I, they're
1: good. Right? You're hoping you're I mean,
0: getting. Mean, <laughs> you're hoping you get. Four wins there, so so in order to get to this, I don't know, eight plus mark for BYU, you need three of the next six. Yeah. In my opinion, UCLA is a must-win game for BYU if they want to get to the eight plus mark, which I think they can in the regular season. What do you think?
1: I think I think they can as well, man. But I I think uh, in addition to the eight plus wins, dude, I I would I think that this team is good enough to win ten games. I, wow, I've, I've said this. A couple different times this week, after that game, after that performance, which obviously they they have some things to clean up. But the bright side is, is that they have so many more opportunities to do that. And and so for for them to to still win ten games, I think you have to go through UCLA. And, you, have and, and beat UCLA. You, you have to be UCLA. You have to because you're no longer playing for the playoffs. I mean, until you lose, until you go undefeated, right? Um, or until you lose, you are essentially in the in the in the race. No matter what. No, that's, that's any team, right? And especially with, with BYU in the schedule, at least you're going to be talked about. Yes. And so the fact that you lose – If it's like, you win. Right, if you win. The fact that, you, they, that they lost, it's like, yeah, we're now just trying to play for a bowl game. But – Point study here we come. But you can still try to be ranked because that's all you essentially have as a, an independent team is to try to be relevant, right? That's you're, you're- the only
0: metric for relevance. Yes. Spencer and I think that's the only way you can measure that. I would
1: I would agree with you there, man. And and so if you if you look at this opportunity right now with UCLA and how they are somewhat down, right? There's some injuries. Uh, the offense really isn't clicking 100%. New I mean, offense as well for UCLA. Right, it's, exactly. Every, every team in the nation is going through their these ups and downs, these, these growing pains, right? Um, and so let's say BYU wins on Saturday. They beat UCLA. Now they're 2-1, and one, and they only lose to a pretty good team in Utah, right? And then now By one on the road. By one on the road. That'd be pretty good. That's 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 yes, that's that's exceptional, I would say. And then check this out. Now you have a lot of analysts, you have a lot of national recognition because you beat a branded school in UCLA, but then they start saying, huh. They start turning their their heads, they're turning their eyes and they say, BYU is in the running to 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 get into the pack to get into the Big Twelve. Now they're going to play against a Big 12 school West Virginia, in West Virginia. Yep. And, and look what they've done so far. And now you start getting talked about, right? Now uh, you start to see your highlights more. And it becomes like Taysom or, or Tanner, you know, against Nebraska, right? We, we, just, we saw them everywhere. I mean, on the side of the buses, you know, on the curbs sitting down. I mean, you saw, you saw the highlights everywhere. And so that's what I think uh, this, this, this team has if they can pull up, uh, you know, on Saturday with this win. If BYU wants to be more
0: than a seven-win team, I think they have to win their only home game in September. They're on the road for three or four in September. UCLA is a little down. They're a little banged up on the defensive line. New offense, like you talked about. They lost their best running back, who ran for 219 against BYU, Paul Perkins. They lost yep. uh, Duarte and Jordan Payton, their yep. two best receivers. Uh, BYU's defense is playing really well. I think this is a perfect time to play UCLA. Mm-hmm. At home, there's going to be a ton of juice in the stadium. And like you said... When all is said and done, let, let's be honest. This might, this, this could be the chance for the best win for BYU as well on yeah. the schedule. At Michigan State's going to be tough. At yep. Boise State's going to be tough. This would be a better win than Mississippi State at home, in my opinion.
1: Yep, and, and this um, could be the best win all season. It, it could be. And, and, and the thing that I think, as as fans and even as analysts, and Spencer, you know, hates this as far as UCLA being overranked uh, over overrated. Um, it's still a branded win, right and It's a, it's a right. good no, no matter what happens because of that brand that UCLA brings, if they're down up, sideways, slanted ways, diagonal ways, whatever the it's case is, have some value it is, exactly it's a quality
0: win. yeah, and BYU has been good in these home openers, of course, you recall Boise State and the comeback that it took there, but it goes beyond that, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU
1: Sports Nation Stat of
0: the Day. BYU has won four straight season home openers, Brian Logan. You go backwards from 2015 to 2012. Boise State, Houston, Texas, and Washington State. So there's some good names they're Houston, of course, better now than they were in uh, 2013 when BYU beat them. But BYU's winning season home openers.
1: Yeah, man, I, mean, I think I think that 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 comes down to the fans. Duke. It it really does because as a as a player, when especially not playing in the first two weeks, right? And you do, and, and you home, did that in 09. Yeah, we 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 did. Oklahoma and, and lane on the road. Yeah, then we came in um, Florida State. Got that? Yeah, Florida got we didn't, that. We don't have that, to bring that up. I apologize. Behind, yeah, it's okay. You can say Florida State. You just can't say TCU. Um, <laughs> but 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 yeah, man. I mean, you 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 love that as as a player to come home and and get the love and you see the sellouts, all that good stuff. It makes you want to play more. Play
0: makes you want to play harder. What is your bold prediction for tomorrow's game versus UCLA? Use the hashtag BYUSN and weigh in. Coming up. Pac 12 football analyst Yogi Roth on the BYU defense against Josh Rosen. But first, ESPN play by play Alan Bestwick on Taysom Hill and the Cougar offense. This is BYU Sports Nation. Yes. Yes. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Conversations happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
1: BYU TV's one-hour live football pregame show, Countdown to Kickoff, is live at 9 Eastern tomorrow night as we get you ready for UCLA and BYU. So if you want to have a pregame, a tailgate to the tailgate. Yes, a tailgate to the tailgate. Tailgate to the tailgate in a digital format. If you want to experience that in a digital way, tune in.
0: It's the only way to watch BYU warm up. Check it out. Our Twitter question, what's your bold prediction for tomorrow's game versus UCLA? At Mr. Flintstone, uh, Mr. Underscore Flintstone 94. Nakua gets a pick. That'd have to be in the second half. Rosen throws (laughs) two picks. We see a trick play for huge yards on the way to a BYU victory in Provo. Let's get the ideas from uh, our friend Yogi Roth, who's back on BYU Sports Nation. He joins us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Yogi, you were so good a couple weeks ago, we had to bring you back. Thanks for being on the show. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
0: So two uh, games against the Pac-12 South so far for the Cougars, now the third against UCLA. What's your, uh, some of your takeaways from what you've seen of the Cougars so far through two games?
3: They've been fun to watch. Man, I mean, not surprised, but they, they play so hard. You know, and I, I've always felt this uh, really since I was playing, man, that you, you are a reflection of your head coach. You know, and that's the effort that you play with. It's the attitude, that's the chip, that's the personality. And, uh, you could see, you know, you know, BYU has always competed well, but Kalani's got an edge to him that is, that is awesome. And, uh, you saw from him, right? When you watched the TV, at least last weekend with his energy, how infectious it is. And you saw how hard the kids played. And yes, it was a sloppy game, but, um, I like that about them. You know, you can tell that, that they're enjoying,
1: uh, you know, they're enjoying
3: playing for him and, and the, and the, and the planet tails off.
1: I think you can really pick that up, as, as especially for fans, when you have former players um, that aren't even associated with the program that are like, "Man, I they're having fun. It, everything looks looks good uh, from an outsider looking in." I, I would go and play for that guy. I would suit up, and that's how Kalani makes I think everybody everybody feel. Um, Yogi, know, let's 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 talk about the, the this quarterback matchup. Uh, Taysom Hill, who is the best quarterback in the universe, uh, against <laughs> Josh <laughs> Rosen. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun, you know. But what I what I like, and I think for BYU fans, if they watch the game last weekend, I get to call UNLV versus UCLA, and Johnny Stanton's the quarterback at at UNLV, and he and Taysom Hill are are very similar, actually. You look at their body type, look at their game. uh, And Taysom's probably a little better of a passer, but you know they're they're both guys that can hurt you with own read game, and. For UCLA, where they struggled is that they had a lot of guys banged up. You know, Tack McKinley, their best, you know, Ed Rusher didn't play. Deion Hollins didn't really play. Eddie Vanderdose got banged up, didn't play in the second half. Cameron Judge, their veteran outside backer, didn't play. Julio Wadud, you know, probably their most instinctive safety didn't play. But those are, those are a lot of players on the defensive side. And when you play a four-man front, which is what UCLA plays for the most part, um, you're playing kind of this one-gap defense, I meaning everybody has a role and responsibility. And the hardest part when you're playing that style of defense is to stop quarterback runs, you know, zone read game, because nobody necessarily has him. You know, there isn't a guy for a guy. Right. You can't, you know, quote-unquote, two-gap it. And if you're a D-lineman, kind of be able to peek one side of the guard or the center or the other side of the guard or the center or the tackle, whoever you're, you're lined up against. And you still got burned a couple times, you know, and – you could see uh, UNLV and, and how Johnny Stanton read the zone read. You know, so it's a little nerdish for football, but a lot of times in the zone read, you're, people think you're always reading the defensive end. Well, you can read a lot of people. You can read the most intense defensive player, the guy you just don't want to block. Right. So they were actually reading off, of the set, off the nose tackle, off the three technique, a variety of players on the defensive line. And my point is that it made it hard. And that is a lot of what BYU does with their quarterback runs. So that's advantage BYU, in my opinion, especially if players are, are, aren't going to play. Uh, it sounds like a lot of those guys are going to play this weekend, which is good for UCLA. But I, I, that's the first thing that kind of jumped out to me mid-game. I'm going to jump on Josh. He's, uh, he's gifted, man. You guys are going to love watching him play. Uh, he's missed some stuff through two games. You know, he's, he's left a bunch of yards on the field, just some easy things. Uh, hasn't had a ton of help from his wideouts. They've had some drops. Still hasn't figured out, you know, who his go-to guy is. You know, we haven't seen that yet. Each week it's been somebody different, per se, Um, which could be good, but I still don't know if they have somebody on third down. Uh, you know, when Kalani's playing man-to-man press coverage, who he knows he's going to go to. And, and that's advantage BYU. With the style of defense they play, they're so aggressive. There's so much pressure up front. Um you know, from from a from a corner standpoint, from a nickel defender standpoint, trying to disrupt the timing, of the throw game. So, if, if they can do that against Josh, they're gonna have a chance. But if they try to bring pressure um, and Josh is on, they'll, they'll gash him all night.
1: Man, you're you're making me that much more excited. I already I'm already hungry in for com- the game now. Yeah, I, I, I came lunch. in, came in more, more uh, <laughs> coming in a little bit more more confident. Um, Yogi, know, you, you you as you're talking about the players that that missed this game, the last game, um, I, I, I'm kind of going off topic here, but. I, I'm starting to to, to wonder: is, is this the consequence of you know two power five teams playing against each other, and you know so early in the season? If if teams start to really you know rethink that, and and you know kind of where that balance is going to be in the future, because you have to have essentially these games for the resume, right, to build up your resume for, if your conference is a little bit weak or whatever the case is. But at the same time, you know what are you willing to to give up? You know you're you're risking you know injuries and and, uh, you know, potentially, you know, your players for the rest of the season.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's going to change, though, man. I mean, honestly, I think that, it's, especially in the Pac-12, you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of accepted by every team for the most part. They, they want these types of games. You know, they want big non-conference games. And even the teams that aren't, uh, you know, back or great contenders. I mean, look at Colorado. They're going to Michigan this week. You know, you look at Oregon yeah. State and even going out of conference to play Minnesota on a Thursday or Friday night to start the season off whatever it was you know that's just going to be the culture i don't think that's going to shift at all i think the teams that don't play games like that like some teams in the SEC um obviously the Big 12 they're going to have to shift i think we saw with the playoff year one when Baylor and TCU were kind of on the outside looking in you know you looked at their schedule and it was a big reason why mm-hmm. um so no i don't i don't think it's going to change i think from an injury standpoint it's kind of part of it and yeah it's a bummer but you got to get your guys right. I mean, I'm calling you Dub this weekend, and they look as good as any team on film, right? But they haven't been tested, and you know, they play in Portland State, and and they run the pistol, and there's elements that will test their defense. But you know, you still don't know, and I think that it it makes your off season better when you've got a big game you can circle it. Whether it's Arizona, you're playing Week One, you're BYU, mm-hmm. you Texas A&M, or your are Alabama, and I, I think it kind of changes the dynamics of your preparation, your focus. So if I was a coach, I would do it all day long. You know, I, I'd schedule those games forever.
0: Yogi Roth of the Pac-12 Network is on BYU Sports Nation. Last year, BYU had uh, an interesting game plan for UCLA, almost bipolar in that they shut down Josh Rosen, who threw for 106 and had three picks. But Paul Perkins ran for 219. So what kind of defensive game plan do you expect from BYU this time around?
3: Well, I think Nolan Kalani, you know, they are who they are. You know, it's very similar to Utah. You guys have been watching those teams play for you know, Utah for a long time. And, you know, it, it, the thing that I wouldn't do is, uh, you know, so, so basically to, to answer the question, they're going to play an aggressive uh, front four. They're going to try to just bring pressure with the guys up front, bring an extra guy here and there, and then play press on the outside, try to disrupt timing. That, that's who they are. Uh, what I would never do against Josh is I wouldn't bring that extra guy a lot. I wouldn't bring pressure because he's so smart, especially now with their with their new offense this year. um you look at teams when when they pressure him, he he can gash you, uh, and and that's what I would not do if, if, if I was playing against him. So I, I'd expect him to play the same defense, you know. And I think when you go back and you watch the film from last year, um, everything was a first for Josh, right? It was his first, you know, first season. It was his first game. It was you know he came off of a epic week one against Virginia, struggled against UNLV, struggled obviously against BYU, and. You know, people were talking about him for the Heisman after the first game of the season last year.
0: You know, so I think it was
3: a uh, just a gross thing that happens with first-year players. So I think he's gonna be fine. I actually think he's gonna play his best game of the season after what he did the first two weeks. I think. Uh, I think he's a special player. I really do. So I, I don't know if you're necessarily you know, gonna shut him down. And they run the rock. You know, this is a really good offense. I think it's one of the top four offenses in the country in terms of where would I want to play. I was a quarterback. You know, I look at Notre Dame. I look at Clemson. Ooh, nice. I look at Florida State, UCLA, because they alter their tempo so much. They can go. You'll see it. They'll, they'll be in three tight end sets. They'll they'll be unbalanced with kind of an extra offensive tackle, and then they'll be four or five wide. You know, and then they'll change their tempos. I mean, it's a really fun offense um, to study and, and to watch. So, uh, I, I think he's going to play really well. I think f- again for BYU, it's unforced errors. You know, you know they don't kill themselves last week. They win the game. You know, same thing with. They're pretty much a lot of games around the country, and it's kind of been my thing this year when I watch football. I'm like, all right, who just doesn't screw it up? Who doesn't turn it over? Who doesn't have false starts? Who doesn't have bad penalties? You know, and you referenced the targeting penalty kind of bringing me in on the show. I think that that's going to hurt them. You know, losing two players for the first half that play football. You know, they play a lot of football for for this team. So I think it's advantage UCLA, and if, if they can get going early, um, I don't know if BYU is built to, to, to make a big comeback in the passing game. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not, but... Uh, I haven't seen uh, a passing game that's really scary through the first
0: couple weeks. Yeah, so far uh, not much there. But, Yogi, we appreciate the time, great insight, and uh, good luck on the uh, UW-Portland State uh, call there.
4: Yeah,
3: you got it. Thanks.
0: Okay, Yogi Roth on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Yeah, so uh, it sounds like he he thinks UCLA can come in here and score some points on this uh BYU defense it's, I I yeah. like the matchup a lot I I really do it's last it's, year Boe played a great game against Rosen but not a great game in the rush defense category yeah
1: I mean you got to put it all together you know you 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 that's I mean we, it sounds so cliche and and coaches you hear from coaches and players like oh we got to play the full 60 or we got to all play you know all 11 players have to do their job and it's it's true because you end up in situations like that like you say where it does seem kind of bipolar
0: uh, what's your bold prediction for tomorrow's game versus UCLA? That's our Twitter question at Nick Lee 51 Rosen was shaken by the 12th man at A&M. He will be rocked tomorrow. BYU wins and moves up the Pac-12 South standings. I think BYU gets a co-title if they win uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Coming up, Alan Bestwick of ESPN gives who an edge in tomorrow's game? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services. Chef Jervin student power welcome back jerem jordan and brian logan and radio vision live on byu radio simulcast on byu tv brother
1: nice um jerem since you didn't really really truly focus on the women's volleyball match uh last night you can My tune man? in you can tune in tonight I didn't at miss nine a serve. eastern on byu tv you'll watch the number nine ranked women's volleyball team take on csun um tonight nine 9- 9 Eastern on yeah. the TV. Can't wait for it. Let's refresh tonight's uh, or today's BYU
0: Sports Nation headlines. Game 3 for BYU footballs tomorrow night. Home opener against the UCLA Bruins. Pre-game coverage starts at 9 Eastern on Countdown to Kickoff here on BYU TV, followed by the game on ESPN2. Uh, the play-by-play for that game, Alan Bestwick, will join us in just a moment. In just yes. A moment.
1: The WCC <laughs> announces the ESPN men's basketball broadcast schedule. The Cougars have 10 games on an ESPN se- uh, this season. Including the season opener on November 14th against Princeton at 10 Eastern Time.
0: Always good to be on ESPN. So about one out of every three games on it's, man, that's yeah, nice. That's, that's nice to be on ESPN, that's man. That's good. That's good. That's how Brian Logan got, uh, got his money after uh, college. Dallas. Bro. Ninth-ranked <laughs> women's volleyball with that club against Oklahoma. <laughs> Ninth-ranked women's volleyball lost to Utah last night in five sets. BYU's second Ow. loss at home since 2012. Ow. As mentioned, the Cougars show CSUN tonight, 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Tomorrow they play UNLV at 7 Eastern on the W.TV.
1: The sixth-ranked women's soccer team travels to Logan tomorrow to play Utah State at 6 Eastern on BYU Radio. Uh, let's all Cougar Nation have some uh, some prayers. Uh, maybe move them from our top five to maybe top three uh, so that they can be a little bit safe mm. and uh, come away not feeling you know so insecure because that's what happened to me when I <laughs> because uh, it's in yeah. Logan well yeah. mm-hmm. well
0: you lost the game in 2020 that's that, tough that's, I, I remember that was a tough day
1: that was yeah, a tough day. Yeah. Hey, I, yeah. I, I people, I alumni say that they were ashamed of me. So, okay. Not me specifically, but like the team. You know, it
0: was a like, tough loss at the time. You guys mm-hmm, bounce back, though. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That women's soccer game is at 6 season. Later that night, BYU against UCLA tomorrow night. With that, we bring in the play by play on tomorrow's ESPN2 call. Alan Bestwick on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Alan, thanks for joining BYU Sports Nation.
2: A yeah, pleasure to be here. And good morning.
0: Good morning, Good morning. Uh, will you get a nap in tomorrow because I think the fourth quarter will be around eleven thirty p m
2: and add on top of that i 'm from the east coast, so uh,
1: <laughs>
2: doing these doing these uh west coast games is a is a body adjustment, but uh, you know i mean it's what we do. we travel around and and uh, you know last week we were in Eugene oregon and um you know, same time slot, so you just you just get used to it. But I'll tell you the, the the plus side of it, you get to watch a lot of college football before you even go to the stadium.
1: That's right. Yep, that is that is a good a good benefit. And I don't know if they if they told you, Alan. I don't I don't know if if BYU sells caffeine at the at the stadium, right? So you might want to you might bring, need to bring your own. Yeah, you may want to bring some
0: five hour energy drink. Just a somewhere. friendly BYU warning: you may have to bring in your uh, yeah that's caffeine.
1: Just, just for, <laughs> tip for you, man, so what? you make it. Through. I know
2: it. I know exactly where the Starbucks in town is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's like four now, so yeah, it's great uh, yeah, you're, 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 you'll be good, Alan. There's yeah.
0: th- this is an intriguing matchup. UCLA had they, you know, pulled it out at Texas A&M, they'd be a ranked team in the top 15 right now. Instead, they're, you know, not ranked at all. Yet here's a BYU team who's one two point conversion away from being two and zero. So, what do you think of this matchup between the Bruins and Cougars?
2: I think it's very intriguing, and I think it's two teams. That, that, as you said, are are a skosh away from, from everybody talking about, and yet it's two teams that are just that same fraction of inconsistency away from being where they want to be. You know, they've both just been inconsistent just enough, but I don't know that we've got a great read on them. Both teams made changes to their offensive system, uh, new offensive coordinators trying to get used to it. Um, both teams have established quarterbacks, but – Um, In UCLA's case, they're doing something different than they did before. So it's really, it's kind of fascinating to see who's going to take that next step forward. Um, Yeah, Coach speak, right? The way coaches talk about it, every team has its identity and and these teams are searching for their identities. But which one's going to get a little closer to it tomorrow night? I think it's going to be the one that
1: wins it. Alan, who do you think has more at stake in this game? Uh, You know, UCLA avoiding a... You know, one and two non-conference start uh, prior to to Pac-12 play, or BYU, who is independent, that is essentially playing for a bowl game.
2: Well, it's interesting because they have different things at stake. Um, You know, the the BYU thing; every game is 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 critical against a Power Five team when you're trying to wave you know wave the banner in the air and say, "Hey, don't forget about us over here." Um, as you're working through the season and you're trying to, you know, get some national attention, and um, and maybe find a way, um, you know, to work your way into the rankings and up the rankings. Every game is important, particularly. BYU is taking on a tough schedule this year, and every one of these chances they get against one of these Power Five teams is a chance for them to make a statement nationally, particularly with all the other things that are going on um, around independence and so on. UCLA. In theory, they could lose this game and still play in the Pac-12 championship game right. because it's a non conference game. But if they lose this game, and even if they go all the way through and play in the, in the Pac-12 championship game and win the conference championship, will that be enough to get them into the college football playoff? Because body of work, who you've played, where you've played, and you know, who you've lost to uh, will, will then become a factor. Now, if that were to be the case... If UCLA were to go all the way through and win the Pac-12 championship after losing this game, they would be all in two against Texas A&M on the road and BYU on the road, two very difficult places to play, and have won everything else put in front of them. Um, how that would play with the committee will be really interesting to see, particularly um, you know, when you compare it to, say, the Big 12, where, where their big dog already has a loss and has Ohio State Saturday night.
0: Alan Bestwick, ESPN play-by-play. We'll have the call tomorrow night on ESPN 2 at 10.15 Eastern time. Check that out. Uh, Alan, this is an intriguing quarterback matchup as well. Of course, Josh Rosen, heralded out of high school, had a fantastic freshman season, uh, played against BYU. The Cougars lost that game by one. Now he comes into Provo as a sophomore in a new offense. And then Taysom Hill, who's 26 and back uh, after about two years of just playing like one game. What do you think of this quarterback matchup?
4: Yeah, opposite
2: styles too. Uh, you know, Rosen came to our attention and our knowledge for chucking the ball around, being the, 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 kid with the, uh, the big arm and, and the big charisma. Uh, Taysom Hill, you know, very, very, um, very much a story of difficulty. A big talent can run the ball, can throw the ball, uh, but the injuries have just kept his career, uh, down and kept him back. It, they're, they're very different styles. They're very different places in their career. And it's one of the things that does make the game really appealing and 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 really interesting. You know, which one will be more effective, given the tools surrounding him, um, against the other side's defense?
1: Alan, I think it's hard for BYU fans to really understand how good Josh Rosen is because we, we kind of saw him at, at his worst. Um, have you seen growth uh from these last two games uh not just you know throughout the season we know he he performed much better as as the season went on last year but what have you seen so far from him um, just in, the, in these past two games
2: well i've i've seen i've seen a guy who now you know last year went from the young guy surrounded by a lot of experience to being a little more experienced but surrounded by less experience uh, plus a new system that he's trying to adjust to and so what i've seen is is in some ways, the same we saw last year, which is a little inconsistency. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I mean, last year he, he, you know, he was handing the ball to Paul Perkins. And, yep. you know, I mean, the guy, was, guy was, was, was running all over the place, and he had some very experienced receivers to throw to. This year, the receiving core lost a lot of that experience, and Perkins is gone. Uh, plus, they're trying to do different things. So I'm, I'm seeing a guy trying to adjust. I don't know if the sample size is good enough. The one thing that, that puzzles me when I look at Rosen from a distance, and, and, you know, I mean, you're looking at game film and you're looking at numbers and stats and things like that, is, you know, how you can throw three interceptions in one half and then just be lights out and throw four touchdowns in the next half. Um, or why you can rack up all kind of points in the fourth quarter of a game, but you can't score in the third quarter. Uh, what, you know, those kind of things puzzle me uh, and make me curious.
0: Alan, when you, when you look at uh, Taysom Hill and this BYU offense as well, 18.5 a, a game through two, new pro-style offense as well, so making a similar adjustment to UCLA. It's been a, a little anemic, yet they've made drives at the end of games to put themselves into posi- position to win. Uh, what do you think of the BYU offense so far, and do you think maybe this could be a week where they step it up a notch?
2: Well, uh, first of all, step it up a notch is what they're going to have to do this week. And, you know, when you try and evaluate it, they've done enough to win and you really can say they've done enough they did enough to win last week in Utah too they just you know um they just couldn't convert and they should have been able to win when the other team turns the ball over six times that's that's one that they'll lament going forward in, into uh into the season they've they've done enough to win but yet there are things they're not doing that they need to do to do more can't throw the ball down the field right can't can't get a long pass now is that the quarterback is that the receivers? Is that the line? It's probably a little bit of all of them uh, that they can't get that done. Offensive line, um, some some parts and pieces um, missing and moving here and there. Um, I don't know what the status of Brad Wilcox is uh, uh, yet. Uh, we haven't met with the coaches yet, but um, you know they they haven't um, they haven't been a threat to go down the field in any way deep and. You know, eighteen, nineteen points a game is just not going to be enough to get it done. I don't think that's what uh, that's what Ty Detmer and and uh, and his group had in mind with this offense. So they they haven't hit their stride yet, and um, and the schedule gives them no breaks. They're going to have to find it under tough conditions.
0: Alan, uh, where can we uh, catch you uh, tomorrow night on ESPN two?
2: Uh, that's exactly where you can catch me at uh, ten fifteen uh, at kickoff. Um, we're, uh, we're here in town getting ready to go over to meet with the BYU coaches in about 45 minutes. We meet with the UCLA coaches uh, a little later on this afternoon and um, pull all of our thoughts together. And I really, I really expect this to be a good game. I think it's going to be a really close, hard-fought game, and um, it might be the turnover, the turnover number that decides who wins it.
0: Thanks, Alan. Be- uh, best of luck on the call tomorrow night. We'll check you out on ESPN2. We appreciate the time.
2: All right, my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Alan Beswick on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. So, countdown to kickoff in nine Eastern time, and then watch Alan Beswick uh, and Mike Bellotti on the call on ESPN two, and then we'll be back for the uh, post game show. So, yeah, this matchup is so interesting. I'm not exactly sure what UCLA has, and we haven't seen the BYU offense kind of break out yet.
1: Yeah, man, I think I think that's the, the biggest thing talking to these guys, um, even guys that that cover this team um they're like us right it's still so new it's super new smart and ruggedly handsome <laughs> i mean i'm not saying oh that i want to give them that much credit but you know what i'm saying is is it's still a mystery you know i mean new season coaches players on both sides so yeah coming up we go
0: for two like kalani satake let's do it BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan live from Studio B. Remember, we're live at noon Eastern, but there is a rebroadcast at 6 Eastern time as well.
1: BYU TV's one-hour live football pregame show, Countdown to Kickoff, is live at 9 Eastern tomorrow night as we get you ready for UCLA and Brigham Young University.
0: And Ball So Hard University. Yes, that's right.
1: We'll Our, teach you guys how to ball so hard at any <laughs> university that you guys decide to go to.
0: Our Twitter question what's your bold prediction for tomorrow's game versus UCLA at WD Heath 40? Kind of will still have an interception in the second half, and just despite the officials, he'll make it a pick six. Nice. <laughs> and he'll win the game. That'll be a, a game
1: winning pick six.
0: I, I think Kai could have an interception tomorrow. But right. it, right. it, it really depends hey, if I'm that. Bold and ambitious in our weekly segment called Going for Two. Hit it! It's called Going for Two. Can you predict the future? These guys think they can. We're
3: going for two on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Sometimes you have a false start. It's all good. Going for two is brought to you by BYU Dining Services. Okay, this is where we give you two predictions. Uh, we keep track of it throughout the season. Right now, Spencer is uh, two and two, and I'm one and three. Okay, does that make sense? So Brian Logan will weigh in as well, which will be great. Uh, and Spencer Linton, thank you. Yeah, appreciate yeah, that.
1: Yeah, some, and some Linton.
0: Spencer Linton will now join us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. First off, uh, Spencer, you've been playing some golf today. How's it going?
4: Oh, it's fantastic. No kidding, I just made a 25-foot putt for birdie. So oh, I'm yeah! I'm good right now. Oh, the karma is real!
1: Hey, man, I heard you've been cheating, <laughs> though. Uh, that's what Ben Bagley told me. He said you you decide on when you can pretty much do anything you want. You make up your own rules. Listen, that's classic
4: Ben, Brian. Are you going to trust Ben or are you going to trust me, man?
1: Yeah, I'm going to trust the guy that pays me so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good answer. Okay, Spencer, going for two. You're up first. What are your two going for two picks? But By the way, we are, we went for two before Kalani did, by the way. I just want to make that clear. Okay, We set the that tone. Let him know, Jerem. Yeah.
4: That's a fantastic point. Number one for me is something that I referenced to you yesterday, Jeremy, and that is I think being at home will – give BYU at least seven points more than what they've been averaging this year. And so my first going-for-two pick is BYU will score 24-plus tomorrow mm. against UCLA. Bronco loves it. Yeah, they're, <laughs> yep, yep, they're going to get into the mid-20s in points. And uh, the second going-for-two pick I have is BYU's defense will hold UCLA as a team under 100 yards of rushing.
0: Mm. Mm. That's, that's good because last year Paul Perkins had 219 himself. So those are good. Those are I good. think it's
4: different this year because they don't have Paul Perkins, and BYU's defensive front is clearly more stout, and, and they will game plan because UCLA is running a pro-style offense. They want to establish the run. I don't think they're going to be able to run against BYU, and especially those linebackers.
0: Mm. Those are good. Okay, best of luck on the golf course again. and uh, well, It's the BYU Baseball Golf Tournament uh, fundraiser. Are they raising a bunch of funds there? Yes.
4: Good. It's a great turnout today. It's, awesome! It's good to be out with the baseball guys, and uh, couldn't have asked for better weather. So a great event, and it's it's fun to have B O A baseball competitive again and, and competing well. And this is just uh, you know a testament of what Mike Little is doing
0: with the program. So good stuff. Okay, awesome. Send them nice. our love, Stop Spencer. Cheating. We appreciate the oh, well. time, man. Stop cheating.
4: I will do that. i got to go make more birdie putts. Let's
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. That's Spencer Linton on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Desert First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Okay, so Spencer said BYU scored 24-plus. I'm going to top him. I go BYU scores 30-plus. What? Woo! They have only averaged 18.5 so far. BYU doesn't. They're the only team in the country without a 20-plus yard pass uh, play this season. Yeah, um, They would have had one, had Hunter Marshall caught that one, but let's move on. BYU's going <laughs> to score 30-plus. Number two, BYU, uh, BYU's Taysom Hill. He'll have two, at least two touchdown passes, okay? He's only thrown uh, one mm. so far. He's going okay. to have two, he have two in
1: this game, okay? Okay. There's my going for two. How about you, Brian? Nice. Uh, I'm going to say that the, the BYU defense will not give up a touchdown. Whoa! Yep. That's as, that's almost as bold as your Arizona will not score. Yeah. See, <laughs> I, 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 changed, I changed this one slightly. I said they won't uh, give up a touchdown. So they can still kick a field goal. That's right. right? Or safety. So yeah. so yeah, or safety, something or like that. Punt, or punt, kick or turn. Like a, or, yeah, like a pick six or something. Oh, they won't score. A, um, the BYU
0: defense won't give up a touchdown. Yeah. Okay, so that means the UCLA offense specifically. Well, has, e- exactly, okay. exactly. Special teams would not Because you can still
1: them. lose a game and not score. A t- or, That's you know, right. Yeah. Uh, That's What right. you state? Yeah. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Come on. Uh, the second one is... Jamal will score his first touchdown of the season. How has Jamal Williams not scored in the last two weeks? I don't know, For man. as good a running back as he is, it's been
0: interesting uh, that he doesn't have a touchdown. I, I agree with you on that one. I think he'll score as well. Yeah. But it's not one of my going for two. Okay, that, th- that brings us to this. Okay? Jamal Williams, of course, is like the great uh, Tyler Hawes chasing Jimmer mm. and uh, Tanner Mangum chasing Jake Heaps. So, we reintroduce a segment we've had in the past, but this time it's all about Jamal Williams chasing
1: Harvey Unga. On his way to BYU football immortality, Jamal Williams is chasing Unga on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Yes, he is. He's only 710 yards away. And I saw Harvey Unga earlier this week and jokingly said, Hey, just a couple more games, man. And he goes, Only three more games. And I was like, <laughs> Three? Wow. Okay. I'll go five or
1: six, but yeah. He thinks that they're in November already.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's recap uh, Going for Two, which is presented by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered. Spencer says BYU will score 24-plus points in the game. BYU will hold UCLA under 100 yards rushing. I said BYU will score 30-plus, and Taysom Hill will throw two or more touchdowns. And then, of course, Brian, you said the BYU defense will not give up a touchdown, and Jamal Williams scores first TD of the season. Yes, sir. Okay, we'll follow up on uh, Monday. On the show, you can
1: check it out. Uh, that is going for you two. You guys can call me for that, too, because I, I should be free um, if you guys want me. Okay, Ben Bagley, to, uh, pe- yeah. pencil and brand. if you want. Yeah, yeah. Ben, ben I'll, do it, I'll do it for free, too, Ben. You don't got to pay me. <laughs>
0: Our Twitter question, what's your bold <laughs> prediction for tomorrow's game versus UCLA? At J underscore Royal 09. Josh Frozen Rosen. People have loved that, by the way. What you said during the summer? Uh, yeah. Will not throw a touchdown pass.
1: How about that? Yep. That's along line I mean, the
0: that's lines of uh, yeah. you. It makes, it makes sense. It makes sense with me. That's right. At Chris Cutterer, BSC. out pass for 200, runs for 100. Defensive backs sack Rosen seven times. And Ty Detmer works a pass option in for the end of game plays. Wow. <laughs> how do you fit all that in a tweet? Holy smackerel. Coming up, Jim lands in China. And how many games will BYU men's basketball have on ESPN this season? BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Live with it.
1: It's time for the Cougar whip Around Football. Game three for BYU football is tomorrow night at home against UCLA. Pre-game coverage starts at 9 Eastern on Countdown to Kickoff here on BYU TV, followed by the game on ESPN2. Men's basketball. The West
0: Coast Conference announced the ESPN broadcast schedule. The Cougars have 10 games on an ESPN channel this season, including the season opener on November 14th against Princeton at 10 Eastern time. Yeah.
1: Volleyball. Ninth-ranked BYU loss to Utah last night in five sets. It's BYU's second loss at home since 2012. The Cougars host CSUN tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV, and tomorrow play UNLV at 7 Eastern. Soccer. Six ranked Cougars travel
0: to Logan tomorrow to play Utah State at 6 Eastern time on BYU Radio.
1: Jimmer! Jimmer has successfully landed in the foreign nation of China. Cougars
0: in the NFL! When you're Jimmer, you get your own drop and we just talk about where you are, I guess. <laughs> Cougars in the NFL Sunday. Dennis Pitt and the Ravens play the Browns. The Dolphins and John Denny play the Patriots. Kyle Vannoy and Ziggy of the Lions play the Titans. Daniel Sorensen and the Kansas City Chiefs play the Texans. And your boy, Alani Fua of the Cardinals, take on the Buccaneers. Yes, Alani. Swimming and diving.
1: Hope they get that work, 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 work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh At 10 Eastern tomorrow morning, BYU will host the Blue and White uh, and Alumni game um, at the Richards uh, building. Today's Rise and brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Hope when you
0: need it most. DexterLaw.com. It goes to Bob Bowlesby. We are still... Waiting. Yeah, Bob. Our Twitter question, what's your bold prediction for tomorrow's game versus UCLA? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
3: It's Twitter
0: time. Yes, it is. At 808, get back, <laughs> Jack. It's worth saying, loose to Utah, take it out on UCLA. What do you hmm. think of that
1: idea? Yeah. I think BYU have some pent-up energy against uh, UCLA. I don't know, man. I think, I think maybe under a different coach uh, they may, but Kalani, seems like he's done a good job of saying, oh, it's we're done, we're, I'm, I'm past it. I heard a, a, a post-game uh, interview, and he was like, nah, I'm already over it. I'm you know focusing on, on UCLA. So
0: Yeah, it's easier to focus on the future, which hasn't been played, than dwell on the negative past. Because yeah. had BYU won, you would have
1: dwelled on the positive past. That makes yeah, sense to me. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I heard what you said when you said it, when you thought it. When you said
0: it. That's mm-hmm. still Team Riley, who somehow is still Team Riley. Yes. Nakua gets an interception in the third and fourth quarter. Do you think Kainakua will come in the second half and have a huge impact?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think what,
0: what will be bigger: him coming into the game in the second half, or him not being there in the first half.
1: I would say uh, coming into the game, mm. uh, and the, because because usually when um, you you play your first two quarters, you go through your chess match, right? So you make your adjustments and things like that. And so usually a good defense like BYU. Um, they will will win early, mm-hmm. and then it's up to the offense to make those adjustments. So if, if Kai we've seen that the first two weeks, right. where
0: mm-hmm. the defense kept the offense mm-hmm. in the game. Yep. Yeah, what do, that's what I what do, Jeremy. That's what you do. It's what I do. Speaking of <laughs> at BYU Baller Ten, Jamal Williams breaks a forty-plus-yard TD run, and the offense scores over thirty points. That would be nice. good. Nice. BYU needs an offensive breakout. Today's uh, Elite Tweet of the Day on what you both predict for tomorrow's game versus UCLA. At H. Westover, BYU go for two successfully on all six touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the last time UCLA came to Provo? That was a bitter memory for them. 59 nothing. I don't see it playing out that way, but it would be nice for the offense break out. you that
1: possible? It was crazy. Didn't that get you to BYU? That was L.A., man. That was the year before. No, You're no. You're a late bloomer. Uh, no, man. I was I was committed to San Diego State. I wasn't watching Good you guys. Good thing he came here, man. I wasn't watching you guys yet.
0: Thanks to Alan Beswick, Yogi Roth, and everyone on our crew. The show's on demand. BYUSN.com. Audio podcasts on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, or I am Jerem, duh. For Brian, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Weldon Jackson. BYU and UCLA tomorrow night, Brian. I can't you BYU wait. coming out of winter? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You heard the man. Pure Sports Nation back at it Monday. See you tonight on volleyball tomorrow on Countdown to Kickoff.